What is up, Weebology fam? This is uh, Ethan here, post-editing. Just wanted to say a couple words, um, kind of in the beginning of here, to keep you guys up to date on what we're working on. Uh, first of all, me and Ricky are doing well. Um, maybe a little uh, disruptive to normal life, but I, I'm sure all of you guys can relate to that. And uh, we just wanted to say, you know, since there is this kind of, I guess, interruption to normal life uh we, we wanted to try to get you guys some extra content maybe a couple extra minutes on the episodes or you know stuff like that so we are bringing back our bonus thursday episodes um at least until you know some of this stuff gets back to normal and uh what we're gonna do is i'm gonna be watching gleipnir which is uh currently running seasonal and then ricky will be watching tower of god and we're gonna be doing um episodes every single uh, week and it'll be like for instance episode one for each of those shows is out now and we're going to do kind of like a little review for that you can like watch it on youtube or uh, on thursday we're going to combine those into one episode and then um, you'll have some hopefully dope uh, bonus content but yeah i just wanted to say you know thank you so much to the anime lately guys for coming on Um, we had a little bit of uh, lag between our phones and stuff so there was a little bit of um like talking over each other and stuff like that but uh mostly probably my fault and Ricky's fault just um kind of not being able to hear that well at the end I sound like a complete idiot so just be ready for that but yeah thank you guys for coming on and uh, definitely check them out on YouTube and also their Podbean is their host for their podcast so you can go check them on there they're on Apple Spotify all that I'll have a link in the description and I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening Stay safe out there, wash your hands, do all the do all the stuff they tell you to do, and we will see you in a couple seconds. Peace. Welcome back to class, everybody. I am your host, Ethan. I am your bunkered down professor Ricky. <laughs> and today we have a very keeping it keeping it locked in. <laughs> today we have a very special episode of the We Biology podcast. We have two amazing guests. We have Legend D Vash or Miguel and we have Sam the Manga Man from Anime Lately podcast. Thank you so what's much up, for guys? coming on guys. Yeah. Hey, what's up guys? Yeah, thanks for having us. Likewise, thank you. How are y'all doing during this How are y'all doing this during this uh interesting little isolation situation for me myself has been lonely you know i just have to you know watch a lot of anime but it keeps me and sam um entertained because we're doing some new content through a lot of webcams so that's been a lot of fun but it keeps it keeps you wondering why that why do you go outside because you miss fresh air <laughs> dude okay it's funny you say that because i went outside to go just run up to like the the gas station and i it it smelling fresh air hit me different like it was oh my god (laughs) is this what outside smells like this is what outside is it's kind of like is it's kind of like what i was telling my friends um a bit much earlier to sam and um, to ray now i understand how dogs feel when dogs are getting excited when you grab the leash and collar say hey we're gonna go outside and they get super excited like oh i can smell (laughs) fresh air let's go and then and then when the dogs reach the outside air, they look so more happier in their eyes. Like, oh, I could take a walk for who knows how long, but I could entertain myself with this, you know, pee outside and everything. And now you understand how dogs feel when they go outside. I'm like, huh, now I can understand why dogs love to go outside. That's actually brilliant. That's actually brilliant. <laughs> so we had mentioned that you uh, you guys are coming over here from Anime Lately. When when did you start Anime Lately? Uh, and how long y'all been doing it? Well, Sam, uh, why don't you give the quick backstory first? Well, officially, we technically started uh, in the middle of 2018 with another uh, co- uh, friend that we had uh, was Nitai. He was with us until like maybe by November. And then once November came up, it was just me and uh, Miguel to uh, continue on with the Anime Lately team. And... From there on, we just do whichever anime that we like to do, to record to, reacting to, uh, reviewing for manga, uh, anime, and then we just kept doing a lot of it because there's y- already a lot watch. in the library. 
You guys so. are like shotgun creators. You have like over 900 videos. That is some mad content, my dudes. They're almost that's up to insane. 1,200 right now. Yeah. Whoa. Come on now. I will say, I, I will say sometimes I think about it. Sometimes we have too much because sometimes we'd be like, damn, we have so much playlists of how many videos. So, so it's kind of like to <laughs> add what, um, it's just to add what Sam was saying is that we've been starting since the middle of 2018 of May or March was it. But then we were owned by, we were owned by, a parent company but then in 28 in 2019 we kind of went ourselves and we became independent so it became from me and sam and do a podcast with um james and ray um james was a guest that came on every two three weeks when he was on free but our chemistry when it was us four it was so much better when it was just me sam and ray because it was just us three originally but when we became independent, we had to take a break on the podcast since we didn't have a platform no more when we became independent. But then me and Sam were trying to find which podcast platform should we have our host. And we finally found our place. And then we started our phase two of the podcast. And then we finally, you know, now we're on 43 episodes currently. Uh, and we have a few specials type of reviews and stuff like that. So it's been exciting um, full year of being independent and three months. I think that's correct, Sam. Yeah, a year in three months. Um, yeah, I think a year and three months sounds accurate for the podcast. No, well, for journey, podcast right? and oh. for us, um, ourselves independent <laughs> ah. as the brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's been a year and a half. That's so been official. It's been very fun. Um, uh, it's been a, a you know struggle road, but it's been a lot of fun. So, it's fun if anybody wants to take time and patience to build a brand. So. You oh, guys could definitely understand. Yes, that. that's that's a hundred percent resonant. I mean, build, building a brand, and it's it's tough coming from you know totally ground zero. I, I think yeah. that's one thing me and Ethan always talk about is where you know we're starting from we're starting from you know no fan base, no nothing, no one who would know our faces were, um, and we decided just hell just blast our faces all over YouTube and our voices all over all podcasting stuff. But uh, you guys moved away from. A, a owned platform what was i mean that that's that's something that I, I think i've never heard that before that you got your start yeah so, yeah. so to so, get in, um in detail with that is that we were uh we were a sub brand from a bigger company um called geeks and gamers i don't know if you heard of them it rings a bell maybe not maybe not a, a, a loud one but so you were owned by Geeks and Gamers as a sub-brand, but then... Correct. Yeah, um, yeah. that's curious. But, that's a curious path. Yeah, so we were owned by them, and I became to work with the CEO of that time. Um, His name is Jeremy Griggs. Um, and I had a great um, I had a good relationship with him. However, me and didn't meet eye-to-eye with the way Anime Lady should go. He believed that it should go in a different path. So we both just came into an agreement that... Which um he's gonna give me ownership of anime lately, and we could be our own self and leave as a brand, and then I could have it with Sam, and then um like Sam said much earlier, our friend Ty he left because you know of his own problems you know with bills and stuff, so that's it. so that's a big understanding, and then and then it was me and Sam, and I told Sam hey. I I want to continue doing this, but would you continue doing me this a as a independent? And Sam, I'm happily he said yes, because this is nice. hard. Because <laughs> this oh, is yeah. hard. <laughs> it 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 can. It so gets basically, hard. you guys kind of just split off, so you can kind of have more control over your like creative freedom. Is kind of what it sounds like. Basically, yeah, yeah. That's the best way. That's the best way to t- uh, word it out because we were a little restricted from where we are yes, we under were. the parent mm-hmm. brand. Like we can only like say certain things. There's only, uh, a certain kind of animes and other stuff that we can do, or if it's like we always have to have like whatever dare say, after we execute something in the video and stuff like that. But in in the end, they has to have a final say and everything to that's that's our own brand rough, stuff. man. I can't even yeah. imagine like not having that freedom, you know. Yeah, it wasn't pleasantly, but I'm happy that. I had a good relationship uh, with Jeremy, the guy that was handling um, everything, and then he gave the permission for us to leave and be ourselves. And then from there on, our views were better. Uh, me and Sam knew uh, what we were doing because Sam was very knowledgeable with all the research stuff and everything. And me, I was very knowledgeable on how to do the YouTube content. 
I have the editing background, so I need to do the content. And and me happily, I know how to do a Photoshop and stuff like that. So I knew right. how um how to do those stuff. But Sam knew how to do all the stuff that all the details, the writing, the titles. So he knew. So me and him became a good team slowly and knew how to work together. That's cool, man. Um, it, I like the fact that you get kind of found that your your freedom from that split still on good oh, yeah. terms, oh, but yeah. that freedom yeah. has allowed you to watch whatever you want to. Speaking of watching whatever you wanted to, what are you watching right now that is currently airing that you guys are big fans on? Well, for me, currently airing, since right now, telling you the winter season just ended. Right, so, yeah. Um, for me, uh, me and, well, I was watching uh, Haiku, which does not currently airing yes. season four, but I'm catching up to Haiku season three. And Haiku Season 3, I'm a bit behind. I'm just getting to episode 4 out of the 10 episodes. Um, I'm also watching My Hero Academia Season 4, but I'm going to be behind watching it myself. But I am editing my co-host Ray reacting to it. So it makes sense that I'm editing his videos without watching it, but I do read the manga. So it's technically not really spoiling <laughs> myself. I'm oh, just, no. I'm just, I'm just editing the video for him. I just haven't watched it myself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, and it honestly is... Such a hype show. I mean, we had the folks from Anime Summit. We had Danny come on and talk about Haiku. Um, we, it, Ethan, how fast do you think we binged that show? My goodness. Yeah, so we watched literally all three seasons in like less than a week. I think. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was fast. Um, we had, yeah, we had to get it done so she could come on and talk about it. And it was uh, breakneck speed, and the hype of the show matched the pace by which we watched it. If it, it all felt oh, yeah. like a, it great. felt like a fever fever dream, but it was it's such a good show. I mean, uh, I'm I'm glad you finally in season three, which is arguably my favorite season of the of the oh. four ish right now. Oh, the characters are amazing. I've been trying to get Sam to watch it, but he, a yes, he had had the time because he also works still um from home. But Feel that. I've been trying to convince yeah. Sam to watch it. Like, hey, yo, Sam, you have to watch Haiku. It's a hype show. Is it deserves to be top 10 in anybody's list because it's so good. Okay, I'll add it yeah. to my list. It's, it's already a lot to you for my list to watch <laughs> and to read anyway. Like, yeah, just put it in the list. I'll, queue, I'll eventually queue it up when I have the chance. One line. So yeah. it's like really, yeah. it's really just like how much you have, right? Like, I, I, I mean, for us, that's, that's what we've kind of experienced over the years. Like, I think Ricky's just now watching Food Wars which a lot of people have watched, you know, in the past. Right. And, you know, it's not even, like, really even close to the top of my list just yet. Um, I'm watching Kuroko No Basket, okay, cool. you cool, know, cool. right now. So and I'm, like, trying to catch up on some of the stuff that we missed. And, you know, we're in a similar situation where, you know, we work all day during the week, and then, you know, we only have nights and weekends to kind of catch up. So it definitely uh it definitely can be overwhelming at times cuz it never stops you it's know? a rough go sometimes man and i i mean and the thing is it keeps piling on because we get we we've always done or at least offered requests people who request us to watch stuff and review it on our show and just now people are starting to do that uh okay. so the list is just getting bigger from all ends and it's it's getting pretty crazy but um yeah, I am really happy you're watching Haikyuu. I would say if you want a one-line sell, there's sports anime, and then there's Haikyuu. Like, it is the one that is doing for uh, sports anime what something like My Hero Academia is doing for Shonen. It's refining stuff. It's making it it's polished. Very it's very true. And one thing I'm confused sometimes is that I never expect a character that's a boy named Hinata with the name of a girl. Like that's one that's one thing that threw me off when I first met the character. I'm like, wait, your name's Hinata, but the way Hinata I have known has always been a girl. But to see you having a nice, you know, name, but in a boy's body, okay, that makes sense. But hey, you know, it's Japan. Japan has the weird names in the first place. So I'm like, eh, I, 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 it's Japan, I have baby. to brush it off. Yeah, yeah. With names, with Japan, with Japan and names, you just kind of have to let them do their thing. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's something that uh. <laughs> they they have their own they have their own way to th doing things on lock. Um, oh yeah. What else? What else we watch right now, Ethan? It, we were we were asked by somebody, and I I think whether whether the episodes are framed in a certain way. Um, this this may come out before or after the episode we actually talk about it on. Ethan, what is the latest email request we got <laughs> to watch? Yeah, so we got a request from one of our you know longtime followers. 
Uh, it's My Bride is a Mermaid. Have you guys heard of okay, this? Okay, I think I heard of this. Yeah, I of, have. Of course, of course, Sam has heard of it because he knows everything. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, have, I have a Good huge library you, and stuff like that. So yes. I'll probably know what that is. Um, it's it's okay. It's not too bad. The comedy route. Um, it's a good route. I'd say so. I'm like halfway done. Mm-hmm. It is very yeah. funny. Yep. At least like so. I'm watching the dub. I know whatever, Time. but uh, I uh, the voice actors like these are ones that I can tell were in a lot of other shows that I've watched before. Interesting. And they're like kind of the comedy, the comedy ones, and uh, whatever, <laughs> whoever they are, they're absolutely phenomenal. They're like hitting all the comedic timing and stuff like that. So like from a dub perspective, this is like one of the funnier shows I've watched. Like I, I'm, I'm literally like busting out and laughing and like at least once per episode so that's definitely a good sign yeah okay so ethan i've been meaning to ask you this after we got that request and you heard and and we told we were told by other people that it ripped like the show actually kind of slapped in a comedic level do you think it was given to us earnestly or as a joke because the way that was phrased like i'm happy we got it but i can't tell if we if we got it like oh you guys said you'll watch anything huh you know, that was the tone that it was, and it, I almost want to say, like, well, wait, this actually turned out to be fantastic. Or do you think it was given to us in earnest? I can't tell. I can't either, but, like, from the email, I was pretty sure it was, like, something like, oh, this is going to suck, like, major balls, right? And then, you know, we look on Mal, and it's, like, a 7.8 or an 8 or something like oh, that, yeah. and it's actually good, and I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? Okay, perfect, Yeah. <laughs> It yeah, that, that's the, I mean, that's that's, that's not list. that bad though. But seven is not that bad on the list. I mean, I guess they're just giving you like their own their own regular recommendations and see like the kind of genre that you're more interested into watching. And apparently, this is what your type of anime to watch for. So I think that's that's a good recommendation. I think. And I think it's hard to pull yeah, to pull a good it, comedy. I was just right? massively surprised. I was surprised because, like, the title sounds really stupid. Oh, God, you know? it sounded dumb. I it, mean, like, uh, I've, me and Miguel know our list of many long names, like, ridiculous names, animes, and it turns out to be pretty good anime. Like, there was... Like, <laughs> yeah. There are some weird titles that are coming out um, next n- next season for spring, and there's their their titles are weird. Like, for example, one of the um, animes coming out in the spring is called My Next Life as a villainous, all routes lead to doom. Like, oh, yeah. Japan, it's like Japan coming out with those weird titles. I'm like, what's with you? Why, why can't you just make it one line, one shorter? But it just has a whole type of acronym <laughs> with it, and then a subtext, and then a subtitle. Like, that's just way too much. So, hey, it, so the thing with that... As, um, sorry, yeah. No, no, uh, yeah. So I was going to say, uh, with light novels, light novels mm-hmm. have insanely long uh, titles for some reason. That's what it is. Yeah. Don't know, really know why, but that's just the case. And on our most recent, uh, one of our most recent episodes, Spring 2020 Preview, I read out the entire title of that show in Japanese. Good goodness. It's like 50 syllables. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're going to lie. Wow, that's a lot. Y- yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Okay, I'm not going to count that. That's like a good 25 right there. <laughs> <laughs> you actually having to count all that out? All right, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, there was like a whole bunch of animes with long ass title names, but they actually are pretty good. Like, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Was actually pretty good. I watched a couple episodes season. of that. I, d- I didn't mind that. Is it good? That is definitely one that I didn't watch. Oh no, I <laughs> yeah. highly recommend it. I highly recommend it if you want to watch that. It's very entertaining. Um, the character Bell, he gets a good. No, sorry, not good. He gets great character development. Well. Uh, within the series of himself and the girls are beautiful so if you like edgy shots of um of girls then you love that show too <laughs> perfect i'm in yeah. i'm sold sign me up <laughs> <laughs> done but so we did we last uh it was like last fall we did our like similar review where we just talk about all the upcoming shows and the show that we're talking about today welcome to demon school arumakun was listed there and the um, kind of summary of it was just basically like 14-year-old Aruma you know, Suzuki is sold uh, by his parents to a demon lord. And 
you know, reading the summary, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Oh, yeah. I was, like, not interested in watching it at all. Weird. And then um, I think after a lot of the shows kind of ended, I think that was kind of a weak season um, just in general. I think it was really, like, My Hero Academia and this show were kind of the two big ones from the end of last year. And so I just kind of popped it on one afternoon, and I ended up loving it. Um, what were your guys' opinions on this show? Well, for me, at first, when just like you said, right now the summary is like the way Sam explained it to me as well, and I'm like, what the hell do you mean the story that we have to talk about? Because Sam, like I said in the beginning, Sam is the one that decides for what for us to cover. Was good, was good for views, but also was good for our entertainment. And when Sam explained for, for us to cover it, I'm like, okay, that seems simple and ugly animation. Seems too simple. It doesn't seem like it has a story. But then watching with Sam week to week, it was very entertaining. Uh, a few episodes were flat. A few episodes were boring. But overall, entertaining-wise, it was something better than expected, something that I was proud to watch with Sam. And sometimes it made me realize... I cannot judge Sam by his um suggestion all the time. I have to first listen to his suggestions. Don't don't question it first. <laughs> first I have to trust him. And then after that, if I if I was bored afterwards, then I'll be like, Sam, this was a bad choice. And that has only happened once. But this one was something that I was proud to watch with him week to week. Hey, Sam, I need to get you your, try I need, it. I need yeah, I gotta get your number, man. That's a that's a hell of a track record for suggestions, all but one. Shit. I mean, Ethan's, Ethan suggested more bad anime to me in the past, and I think I've suggested some really shit picks to him, too. Well, it's, it's not that hard with Miguel, because we both have pretty similar taste, so, yeah, it's, so, it's, so it's, it gets easy to know, like, alright, I, I like this, so you might actually like this. Um, I'm liking this. Alright, so you're definitely gonna like this. And that, that's <laughs> usually how I go for recommendations, sir, Miguel. Yeah, because the only one that I would say that he that he gave a bad recommendation is called The Wise Man Grandchild. And that yes. was just a horrible one. <laughs> yes. That was just trash. And yet it there's so many people sucked. watching us. Yeah, that's so many yeah. people like watching sucks. this and then watching us watching this. And like, I'm wondering like how all our videos got pretty high views. Like, wait, how do we get this high of views, bro? Like, and, and guys. Well, so I actually, I watched it too. And I think I, I forced Ricky to watch it as well. I like yes, it wasn't no, great. It wasn't. Absolutely. But I think the like power stuff that they did and some of the, like explosions and cool powers, I think they like really, really leaned into that. And I think that's kind of what like propelled the um it seemed like it was getting a lot of like almost cult classic following, even though it was like the first, you know, adaptation of it. But uh I don't know if you guys saw this, but on YouTube there was this video it's just basically showing him use his powers when they were like trying to do the entrance exam. Mm -hmm. And like that had like 2.8 million views or something. Oh, wow. Did not know that. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. The animation was good. And so that's actually what, yeah, animation well, looked That's what cool, got me to watch. But the it. thing is that it's just all lights, just lights and sounds and just the colors. That's basically it for Wiseman Grandchild, basically. And I would say, just, I would say that this show is, that's a good, like, contrast to draw between Wiseman's uh, Grandchild and this show where Wiseman's basically was like you said lights and flashy it was the animation the Sakugo was pretty good it was solid for what I'd expect from an action anime whereas this show you're right the animation was simple I did a little research about the studio put it on and it was Bandai Namco who did Jintama which is a very very celebrated mm -hmm. anime in this space so I mean at least that that kind of, uh, you know, that that was what tickled the fancy for me initially. Is that okay? This is a, uh, this is a studio that knows their way around an action show, um, but uh, the animation was so quite like the pedigree. Yeah, right? the pedigree but... is smart. It is important. It is. Yeah, but... um, I mean, I read I read the manga for Welcome to Demon School, and I I have a decent time with it in its own comedy ways. Like it's still going, and apparently this anime welcome to demon school got popular enough to get its second season which congrats it's great pops yeah. to the season yeah like so it got a, it got a 784 right. it got a 784 so i mean it's 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 good and the synopsis as much as i thought it was going to be not great the plot that was my favorite part i mean irima is an unfortunate boy like the, the, mm -hmm. let's talk about that real quick his parents <laughs> are shitheads like yep. certified They're assholes grade a 
grass-fed assholes, and they sell him to a demon, for one. And turns out the demon that they sold him to might be one of my most my favorite characters in the whole show. <laughs> Sullivan, yeah. Sullivan, is he's, the, he's the sweetheart. To me, he's the nicest demon I've ever seen that he's supposed to be a demon lord because I've seen a lot of shows that have, that have a lot of demon lords. He's the nicest one because he just yeah. wants to have a grandson. He wants to spoil him. I'm like, my grandparents never spoil me like this. <laughs> Can I go to the demon <laughs> world like this and get spoiled? Because I wish I could spoil getting food. Um, yeah, can I get sold, everything. please? Thank you. And have sold. my own butler, too. My own butler like that. And, oh, yeah. And your butler could win you games in the whole in the whole festival like it did. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's a cute family. And let's not forget. Let's not forget. Because I, I think that's definitely, like, one of the major, like, selling points, at least for me, was, like, you, like, really got invested in their little family. Like, it's a really odd group of people, right? A human, the, like... I guess one of the three strongest demon lords and then this like rando butler that's also ridiculously powerful. And then, you know, just his like friendship with, uh, you know, Clara and Azkun. Like, I just really, really enjoyed kind of the relationship that you got to like see unfold. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, it was like magnetic. Like the, the kid could just make anyone be his friend almost. And so I don't know. I just think like from like a lighthearted, like, I don't know, popcorn type anime where you're just like, you're not actually watching it because you like really give a shit, but you're watching it just to like kind of fill the time and enjoy yourself. Like it's definitely like one of my top for that because I think I was really surprised. Like, like I said, the summary was terrible. Like 14 year old kids sold to a demon Lord. I'm like, who gives a shit? And then it just ends up being this like, at least for me, this like sensational story where you like actually care about this kid. One of my favorite parts I would say is the whole reason why Sullivan bought Irma was to flex on his equals, right? To flex yeah. on his counterparts. <laughs> he just wanted to flex. He didn't have a grandson. So he's like, bullshit, I'm going to go get one. <laughs> that, that is That's very true. true. That, that is 100% true. When you bring that up, I just noticed that because he actually, when he went to the council meeting, I think around episode right. 14 or 15, when he went to the meeting and actually to sit down with them. The, oh, we're talking about the grandson and stuff like that. But then it makes me realize, didn't he ever think about just having a son and not a grandson? Because people, actually, people, people are going to question where the hell is the actual son of yours to have this grandson in the first place? Oh, they did. They did. That's what they I'm did. saying. They, they basically, they, they pulled him into the uh, equivalent of a questioning room in a, like a police precinct, the demon police precinct, and questioned his ass. They couldn't ever really keep him there because he kind of just walked out after. <laughs> he was just like, yeah. and time's up. Peace and deuces. Um, because I got to go to my school and save them and because he knew something was going on. And that was just insane of how powerful he is, too, that he right. acts all good. Like, he acts all good to, to his grandson and his butler. But when time needs to come, he will be the most badass demon lord that he needs to be. Hell yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's again, he... They call him a supporting character, but he basically... I, I can't tell if he's big-braining uh, how he's helping Irma. I think he has to be, because basically is, Irma... Yeah. yeah, Irma's getting by solely on the fact that he is just fed advantage after advantage by Sullivan, right? He loaded yes. up a ring yeah. with so much magic power that it made him, uh, like, a god at his own school. <laughs> And yet he doesn't always use it all the time. It just only in like emergencies or right, like, right. Yeah, basically from those kind of times. Everything else, it's all up to Irumakun and his own abilities of somehow being able to dodge everything and anything that gets thrown at him and stuff like that. <laughs> he is a super swerver. No, I I love that that the first like uh, episode where Alice is all pissed off and he's fighting him and he can't hit him, so he like. He, like, kind of misconstrues it as he doesn't even feel, you know, like, Alice is worthy of him fighting back. And so, like, I don't know, just, like, that kind of mindset that they kind of carry throughout the show where, like, all these people think he's, like, obviously just so strong or, like, so popular. And he's just kind of, like, falling ass backwards into success, I think, is, like, how me and Ricky have described it in the past. He's perfect. Uh, one thing I did want... Yeah, one thing I wanted to ask Sam, uh, you watched the manga, or sorry, read the manga and watched the anime, mm -hmm. right? Yes, Both yes of I do. 
Was there any like massive differences between the two? Um, there wasn't a huge amount of of differences. Only it's just about the pacing and time, especially when it came to the school festival culture thing. Um, mm-hmm. that took much longer in the anime than it did onto the manga. Um, thank God, because yeah. yeah. I I actually was I was actually like getting a little bit annoyed that we weren't just like getting yeah, to the so freaking... was I too. Yeah, I was like. Like the Crocs. Like, um, I was waiting for like the last, like, what the last three episode was with the Arumakun, where um, the pop idol part of the concert thing. I was actually waiting a very long time for that a part of the episode. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, the pacing there's... gets weird in this show. Uh, that, yeah. that's the one. If yeah. I had to be a negative about about it, that there are times where I'm like, okay, y'all get to the get to the point. You know, it, it took it took Irma and his buddies like three episodes just to get back to Glasses Demon Kid, mm-hmm. like and uh, I forgot what his name was, but the guy who was ready to blow the whole school up. Yeah, about to blow the whole school up, and it took him them so long just to just to get back there. And the arc was too drag. Yeah, that was dragging yeah, a yeah, lot. Exactly. Which which you know there are parts of this that drag, but um. I like, but I feel like yeah. they could have they could have easily like solved that by like just I don't know making something happen with him and a Mary, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think they've been like hinting it the whole time, and then that like weird conversation he had with her dad at the end, where uh, she's basically like, "Oh, uh, we're together." That's kind of what she said. I don't know if she like meant it like that, but her dad took it like, "No, they're dating." Well, the- that I thought that was hilarious. That's- I love when like anime characters do that shit i think the reason was is that uh my one of my favorite parts and it comes up in this particular scene as well emery is a closet otaku in a way that's and okay so because she to those of you who haven't seen it or haven't watched it this this demon president student council president chick um ameria zazel is basically the hot shit at the school and she is hoarding she knows that humans exist because humans are actually in this world considered almost like a myth like when when people will come up to other other demons and say hey do you like do you think what do a human taste like and they're like do you still believe in humans <laughs> a learned nerd um <laughs> and then essentially <laughs> she believes in them because she has what her family calls the forbidden texts which is actually just a huge Mom. strings Mom. of romantic manga volumes she can't read them but she knows that (laughs) she thinks they have some kind of forbidden power so she can't tell her dad that she has read them with irimakun because he can read japanese so she's like oh yeah we just talk about sex and relationships (laughs) and that was just beautiful how it's done because her father expression just like she broke him Without her knowing, like, wait, wait, but, but my daughter, wait, 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 she what? Broke he said, yeah. And I'm gonna leave with him right now. So he, like, the way the animation did, I don't know if it was the same in the manga, but the way the animation did it, like, I feel like this anime overall is simple for what it needs to be in animation. But when the animation needs to be at its best, it goes far and beyond, and that's what it does. And to me, that's what's beautiful. Because to me, the two times that the animation does a beautiful job. Is when our kid Aruma summons the almighty blue Shinron dragon all the way to the sky <laughs> just to <laughs> just to teleport the fireball of explosion. And yeah. the animation for that blue Shinron was amazing. And it just shocked me of how good and beautiful it was. I feel like it that didn't was worth, ha- yeah. That that, yeah, was kinda that was kinda needed because mainly because we have to wait it like three episodes around that long drag of the arc. Oh yeah. So I guess you have to give us something very like great animated uh form like the dragon. So we need it Yeah, something. they have to pay their pay their Sakuga tax after making me sit through all that. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, because because that arc was dragged almost 6 7 episodes. I'm like, why is this arc happening so long? And Sam told me, "Oh, this was more short in the manga." Like, so why the fuck is it much longer? It's <laughs> yeah. pissing me off. I'm like, you should be shorter, not longer. Unless you're gonna post some nice etchy shots of Amari and more smiley shots of Amari, I don't really give a f about these other kids. I want. There's actually there's no etchy into this. Uh, I know, anime, but actually, I was trying to you know being hopeful, which I actually kind of I don't know. I, I thought it was like a decent like change of pace, oh, yeah. like 
there was literally no fan service, no, right? None. Like obviously Amari's like attractive, but like other than that, like they they really kept it kind of the story and like it felt very um innocent in a lot of ways, which like I think really fits with like Aruma's whole kind of his philosophy down there, right? Like so he's in this demon world. Basically all the demons would like totally eat him if they knew he was a human or like bad things could happen to him, right? right. And so he's just kind of like under the radar. And so uh, I don't know. I just I liked it. And then like they're they're the three the trio friendship. It's just like I think next level. Like I I don't think I've seen too many friendships like that in anime. Um, like just like Alice and Claire are like literally like day one ride or die kind of people because like even they they uh, they see that he's walking to school rather than flying to school like all the other demon kids. And they just like they're like, oh, of course he's he's working out his legs. He never skips leg day. We'll do it with no. you. They're, yeah. They are the most gullible friends ever, cause because <laughs> because it because if I tell Sam or Ray or Jay, hey, I'm gonna go do this, they're gonna ask me, but why? He like you could just do this instead. I'm like, no, I just rather do this for no reason. But Clara and Asker just accepts a rumor for his gullibleness. Like, wow, this guy's just, believe me, okay, let's just go walk. I'm like, but Aruma, you have a car. Your father could just drive you in his car of horses or anything like that. Why don't you just take it? No, he'd just rather walk. I'm like, sure, that makes sense for total no reason, but they'll believe you. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's like, he's trying to be as low key as possible. He's like, like trying to do the opposite of drawing attention to himself. So, like, walking is definitely the option that makes more sense, I think, for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, and I, I and love- also, like, with his friends, too, with Clara, she didn't have any other friends, and every kind of people that fake friends with her always just use her for her, like, her abilities to bring out anything from her pockets. Like, that's I am the- sh- that was rough. I'm shocked. That was rough to watch. I'm shocked that I didn't get annoyed by Clara, right? I, I feel like. Everything about her character screams at some point she was going to get really old really quick, like super one note high on the spaz. But mm-hmm. for some reason, it, it she didn't get she didn't get old at all for me. There were times where she was a bit much. Uh, near the end, I was like, all right, I'm I'm kind of OD'd on Clara right now. I think it that came through in the in the songs a little bit. Yes, like, I agree. <laughs> when when her fam was on screen and she was busting out musicals musical numbers, the first one. Funny. Okay. Um. It's it's campy. It's it had a it had a tie into the um plot of the episode about her trying to get Irma to like notice her um and realize kissing's the way to do it and she had a whole song about kissing. Okay. That's that's you know what that fits. The next two times I'm like, all right, I am gonna get type two diabetes from how all the sugar, all the sweetness of this image perfect family, and I think it hit me finally that. In a world of demons, this show could have gotten super edgy, super dark, super etchy, but they did none of those things. And I think that might be part of the magic of the show is that you have a world that has been predefined as the demon realm, but it's surprisingly a lot more lighthearted than anything we've seen about the human world. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Definitely agree, because right now, like, don't eat other human... That we know about in uh from this entire show is how crappy Aruma's parents are and like right you know with those kind of people that lives in the earth why would you want to live there when you have all these demons that seems really nice seems to very care about you really respect you one that's overly worshiping you and all that stuff like that yet <laughs> and this is the first time you're able to go to school like and have a normal life something that you don't usually get when you're in earth because you're just working all the time for your parents who don't do shit and that was like take them to school that's so mean <laughs> it's just really <laughs> shitty <laughs> you know? yeah but i mean it was like super cool and self-aware of him like because near the end he basically was offered the ability to go back to you know the human world right, right by a mary's dad and he he says like literally all those things you just said and he's basically like, you know, I'm, I think I'm starting to fit in, right? And so when he when he first got there, his only goal was to not fit in and to, like, not, you know, draw attention to himself. And then now he's, like, finding it as, like, you know what? This place is actually pretty rad. And I, I just love that kind of, like, full circle. Um, like, it's, like, almost a story closure. Like, I, I guess I would be okay if it didn't continue. Like, from a story perspective, mm-hmm. I feel like it was pretty strong. 
like um, in terms of like being like endemic to itself and like kind of closed. But I'm also totally down to watch a season <laughs> yeah. two and you know more. Anyway, how did you feel about the part and the ending where Grandpa Chida wakes up Aruma and he just suddenly has like a whole 180 attitude change? I found that super interesting. Um, and I I've been thinking about that ever since I the season ended because. I wonder if season two, you know how I know this as uh, the manga man, um, yeah. Sam, basically yeah. that the it would be very interesting to play on, you know, the, you know, Iramakun's having an effect on the demon world clearly, but is the opposite also true? Is the demon world having a more than just a personal effect on him, an actual biological, a physiological change on a human being there for so long? I'm curious to see if they explore that. That might have just, for just the the anime watchers who don't know the rest of the story, opened up an entire new world-building element that I'm excited to see. So, I don't know. Do you think the story gets better in the oh. manga of what season two would be, Sam? Oh, yeah, it gets better. It's, it's definitely okay, going to get better. Cool. Um, cool, they're gonna cool, ex- cool. They'll explain what's been going on with Aruma, but uh, I can't say, and I can't... That, I can't say... That uh, defend or against that was gonna spoil you anything though, so I can't. I'm not doing. <laughs> but for yeah, that. I think so. Like your your opinion there, Ricky, is like pretty smart, and I, I like that a lot. My other thought could be, you know, that Baal guy, the one of the you know ten demon guys at that council that like basically kind of incited Kiriwu to do his like crazy explosion thing. Like he's obviously devious and trying to get at Sullivan for some reason. So I, like obviously he could have done something to Aruma because I, I think they obviously know something's up with Aruma. Like Very he's true, the one yeah. clearly who who tipped off the uh, border patrol guys. Yeah, like, obviously he did that. So I think like there's definitely something going on there. Like in terms of like a maybe a struggle for the throne because. But wasn't that hilarious though that the the three like big big demons like each of them doesn't want to take the throne like really bad. They don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. They just want to talk about their grandkids and have some tea. That's all they want. I but mean, to me, about their kids. But in, but in, to me too, I have my two cents of what you guys are saying about a rumor and his growth spurt of what he looks like. He looks like just, he just became some type of asshole. Um, what, before Sam told me what truly happened, what I thought. It was is that Aruma became a rebel since you know he, remember he's in high school. So if, how I saw it be, when I saw that type of leak image that happened before they fully announced it with season two, I saw it and I'm like, oh wait, did he get older or did he just become a rebel or is it what or is it what Rick said that he's getting older and becoming a rebel but also being influenced by the demon world because he's a human. So is that a mix of both or what oh. is it? So so what, that's what, what I you're saw. Saying? What you're saying is huh? this is yeah, but there's like demonic adolescence. <laughs> that's what that's not like no that's, bad demons though. Like there there's like maybe one or two bad demons that we've seen. From what we so it's hard to like kind of believe that it would be like the demon world affecting him. Well, he, unless so they did mention that in the uh, the concert episode. Like every now and then they have to like release that or else it'll kind of build up. And maybe that doesn't work for humans or something. So like that—that's like really the only way I could see that happening. I think the show was super clever because I think throughout the season they have been dropping hints in a way for world building that it's almost as if they're taking a blind eye about the world building and a conflict at large to focus on Irmakun's acclamation of the demon world. One, they talked about how demons do have a buildup of negative energy of demonic feelings that they need to release else they go way more less organized and civilized. Two, there are demons in the world that want to get back to that. They want the chaos and were willing to commit acts of demonic terrorism to actually do it. I would like to see all of this tie in to just this faction of demons. Like, we want to get back to being like old school, hardcore, actual demons and not on this civilized bullshit. That would also be a very interesting direction to take the world building, and I think that'd be, the, in my opinion, the smartest one to take. Um, and then Irmakun would have to be in the middle of that conflict, given his uh, uh, proximity to Sullivan. So, most likely that might be happening because with what um what I would say as well to add is that my favorite song 
throughout this whole season was actually of what you guys just brought up about the concert. Be- um, both both songs, the one with Erum Me and um, um, Alice and uh, <laughs> uh, and Clara, all of them singing. But then to have the but then to have the other girl with the idol sing with them, the songs were amazing. I didn't expect a whole type of musical number to be happening. And a whole concert be trying to switching the whole gender of them and trying to sing. And it was just beautiful the way it happened. It felt so normal. And it felt just like such a high school kids just being at a concert, but also singing because this is what they want to do. People, you know, to try to make each other happy, but also of who's watched them be happy. And it shows that they're still high school kids. That was one of the funniest parts in the whole thing. After there's Ear Me. And all the boys at school are just like, OMG, she is so kawaii. And he's just sitting there like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, that's oh, no. awkward because you're, te- you're technically talking about me, but yeah, I don't know you're talking about me. You're talking about my other side just having a wig. So I'm like, that's awkward. <laughs> it's awkward as shit. Some guy getting flustered in class over you cross-dressing in an idol show. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and But my favorite scene of that is with Askun saying that, no, no. It was with it was with a room asking, "Hey, um, um, ask, can you help me with this dress?" Oh, yeah, I know, no problem. Like, how do you know so well about this dress? Oh, don't ask because this part of my family. Like, what have you been doing before with your family that you know how to um, cross dress so well? Alice's like, family is funny as shit, dude. Like, he hates yeah, his, I think mom. his mom. Like, she's <laughs> legit a psycho. <laughs> she's like a love demon, and he he is just like, please, just don't like hide me from my mom today. His please. mom. <laughs> His mom is the best MILF in the whole show. Like, that was something I did not expect it. That was something I did not expect to be happening. Isn't she like a professional MILF? Like, isn't she a love demon? She is, I think. <laughs> She's that's, like a that's why, like, it's yeah. just perfect. Oh, man. Other good scenes. Um, When Ira going to uh, basically summoning a familiar class and he summons his teacher. Oh, oh so one. funny. That poor teacher gets the shit end of the stick all the time with Ira What's his name? Uh, Caligo? Caligo. Yes, Caligo, yeah. Nabirius Cal- Caligo. Yeah, that <laughs> threw me off because I was um so me and Sam was me and Sam was doing the reaction um throughout the whole series. And Sam was just watching me, me saying a dragon, a dragon, something cool, something cool, something unique, something awesome. Wait, what the fuck? A teacher? What the hell? Wait, is he a bat? And Sam was just like, Yes, he's a bat. He's telling me to teach. Well, I'm like, I'm like, is he weak? I don't know. Is he you no? Know, you will see. You will see. I'm like, Sam, I don't want to see. I want to know instead. Stop telling me what to see. I want a dragon. Yeah, teacher, man. I, of course he's strong. I'm he's like, strong I want something dope. And he's a, you he's saw. A pudgy little, pudgy little bird nugget. <laughs> but the very scene about the teacher and Aruma, it was a session that they had to train together where yeah. they had to throw the ball and say, go fetch. And him walking, just the small steps, grabbing it and giving it back to Aruma. His face is like, and then the whole class going, yay, good We're job, like, yay, yay, good job. <laughs> now time for dress up and, and karaoke together. <laughs> just basically shitting on the poor teacher. He wants to oh, kill them so funny. bad. He's like, I know. you guys, I hate you so much. If I could, I would kill all of you guys. But yeah, um, oh, I think it was a good um, comedy route for him, especially when he's like the, the teacher that wants to get kick you out of the school and get you in trouble and all that shit like that but then this is like his just desserts in a way where well you have all these bad thoughts and you th- always think that Ruma's a slacker and these kids that's in this misfit class are like all troublemakers and stuff like that you you would expect some bad stuff happening to you if you were to keep thinking about the bad karmas about the stuff so it, it Didn't he almost like, get stabbed on his first day though uh, <laughs> then they set a trap for Irma and he right. dodged them all. Yeah, the entire class. like, "Whoa, class you're crazy!" Was, uh, was trying to stab everybody in the class, and only um, Sabak was the one that just yeah, took Sabak. all of it. Just took all of it like a man, like like a real doom king. <laughs> he does not dodge. He'll just take all the stabs, marks, and everything. And yet he just somehow <laughs> able to like flex his entire muscles, and then just, it was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> okay." Oh, that's good. There's like two. There's two more scenes I wanted to talk about. I think. So, like, right when he started and he was, like, forced to give the speech in the beginning, like, literally first episode, 
and he's like doing these like demonic chant that his grandpa was telling him to do and it turns out it's like really forbidden stuff like <laughs> that was hilarious that's essentially walking up in like a high school first day and just like <clears throat> fuck the police coming straight from the underground and just start going like <laughs> WA on everyone's ass and everyone's just like oh shit uh yeah you can't be saying that shit actually the entire class was like all cheer the entire school was cheering for him because he did it complete completely and didn't mess up at all because if he messed up he would have gotten blown up but him completely which is like hilarious sullivan like gave him such a high risk like basically no reward <laughs> like the thing it did was it made sure you didn't trip i think yeah yes, like, yeah you, you were not trip able to trip yeah for a day but then it was enough where he could suplex alice oh that was amazing <laughs> that was amazing how he just literally went suplex city on him i'm like oh so this is some type of wrestling going on right now okay so he just you know have some training of himself so but also i believe that he gave his son Oh, sorry, grandson. Some type of popularity with that as well. So that was pretty entertaining the way he did that because he probably you know, was trying to give his um grandson, Iruma, some type of popularity with the crowd of the school to not just judge him as the grandson of of the principal, but more of some popularity of him being himself, but also that he just said something cool of a forbidden text. So probably that's why he did it as well. Yeah, like and added some validity to his demonology, I guess maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah basically, because like Aruma's personality is attractive. Like it's like it brings in people to come into like form relationships with him. It's just right. that he's just really shy. He he doesn't really have the best abilities to get people to to approach people or to have people to come approach him. And I think his grandpa knew about that. Uh, side of him and he just wants everybody else to just come and see it so i I would say like grandpa is like the best man like not only is he spoiling you but he actually sees your potentials to literally uh attract people making friends and everybody and um there is some hints where like aruma is going to be the next demon king especially every time the opening and the lightning and stuff like that yeah right it's clearly him I'm like, that's totally not foreshadowing nothing throughout the whole shot that you already have a guy sitting in the chair that looks such like a rumor in a dope version. Hmm, what does that supposed to mean? Foreshadow. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly. Well, it's just like it has his like his same dumbass hairdo with that like, you know, sh- that stripe that goes all the <laughs> way across. That's you a know? good point. But and but, but I do I, I agree with you. Like Sullivan is by far my favorite character in this show. And I think like he's so mysterious too because like you basically find out like they basically drip feed you this guy's accolades throughout the show which i think is hilarious because you know Aruma's coming in knowing nothing so so are we right mm-hmm. and just like saying like oh he's actually the chairman of the school and i was like oh shit and then oh yeah by the way he's one of the top three demons and so it's just like i don't know i i just love him as a character and like when he turns into his little like chibi version and he's like just Grandpa egg. Uh, like, all, yeah yeah like all over aruma like man it just like makes you smile you can't help but smile when it's grandpa egg baby and plus one thing i want to give props to is the opening the opening of this anime is so good like it's so Actually, pumping it and hype up but also one thing i love about it is that it doesn't really show anything about the actual show itself because it shows you fights of the characters but fights that never happen i'm like i want to see those fights but nope they never happen i'm like okay so but something dope about it because most openings of shows spoil you of what's going to happen during the show but this opening never spoil you and that's something that i like about it because it just shows some fun type of hype song with some cool anime clips that never was part of the show itself. So that's something different. And I hope mm. more shows take notes of that. Because they because they need to stop spoiling us in the opening. Because a lot of things will show you and foreshadow for you for you in the future. Absolutely. Uh, I actually am totally in agreement with you there. I, I've been watching Food Wars. And I've noticed a lot of shonen shows will do that too. That it basically is kind of uh, um, the next 12 episodes condensed into two minutes of an intro. And you're like... I, I know who's going to go up against who. I know certain outcomes from certain visual clues. We're not dumb out here. We know exactly what's going to happen right? thanks to the intro. I, um, I hate it. So I, I, I hate you. it when I they do that. You. But Irma Kun didn't do that. 
that's a, that's a good point. It's it's lively, it's open, it's colorful, but it's a, a non non revealing. No spoilers here, baby. Yeah. So like everyone gives me a lot of shit for not watching OPs and EDs and stuff, and you know my rebuttal is yeah, I'm not gonna let it spoil me, right? And then also like, I mean. Like you guys had said, you got you got work. We got work. Like you gotta, you know, <laughs> we gotta get try this. to trim it down as much as you can, right? So, um, I don't know. Like I totally agree. I think that's a that's a trope, just throughout all animes that they're they're like reveal way too much in the OP, and sometimes that like gets. I don't know. I, I'm not really like someone that cares about spoilers too much. Like sometimes when I know something really sick is gonna happen, like it honestly hypes me up more because I'm like just like freaking chomping at the bit to kind of see it. But, uh, like, in this case, like, I think it's, it is pretty interesting that they don't have any of those fights, like, come to fruition. But then that kind of makes you wonder, okay, does that mean Arumakun's not going to become the Demon King? And I think Ricky had kind of a question for you guys around that. Um, right. Um, we now know. Well, it's not so much. Maybe it's more for Miguel than it is Sam. Because, I mean, you guys reading the manga probably have a better answer than we do on this. Mm-hmm. We know now all the events of Season 1 and that at some point, Irumakun is probably going to be Demon King. What is it going to take for him to get there? He's a human. Like, how, like what's it going to take for Irumakun to be the Demon King being a human? Like, how does, where, where, what do you guys think needs to occur? Like, does well, he have to basically inherit some kind of demonic power or Selva basically help him rise? Like, what's going to happen? Well, well thing, for me, my, oh, go ahead. You, uh, you no, what well, I was gonna speak first is because I don't read the manga, so I have a much um, guess response. Um, yeah. So my idea of what could be happening. So from what we know from a room, and when we know humans in the demon world have more of a unique special ability that they have, because for example, we saw in the first couple episodes with Aruma, oh, right. his his blood healed the wounds of the demon that got hurt of the big bird. I forgot um the name. I think it's right. um is a bird from Cutthroat Valley. Uh, so he so his blood spilled and healed the wound with no problem. So something might be happening with that where Aruma as a human has special abilities but with using the powers of his grandfather inside the rings and more stuff that he might get, he'll be more useful and more unique with his powers. But also, he will probably be using more artifacts or stuff like that. Or maybe in being inside the demon world for so long in so many more years to come, he might get some of his own powers throughout the years that we don't know. So that's my that. guess. Yeah. So that might be the chance of how he might sit in the throne room as when he becomes as a demon king. So that's my guess as a anime watcher. So I'm not sure if they have covered that in the manga. So Sam, what do you think? Okay, so what they already covered in the anime, yes, the um, the ring, Solomon's ring, was one of the key items for the next demon king, which Aruma found it. Um, well, weirdly found it when he was searching through the owl's pocket. Or something like that, yeah. and just the ring just somehow right. just attached to him. Um, so weird. And then, um, like Miguel said, his heal he has healing powers towards the demons and stuff like that. And what we've heard from stories that the demon king literally heals all of his demon minions and like raise their morality ah. and stuff like that too. They also explained that in the first within the first season. Yeah, the the, the prophecy. And then another thing that they kind of also hinted a lot is the rankings, the demon rankings. Um, as you can see, everybody who has a pretty high standing in re- uh, rankings in the demon world, uh, the school, everywhere else, they mm-hmm. respect the person with the higher rank. Like they don't, um, they can't, they don't second oh, yeah. question, they don't second guess or anything. As long as you have a higher rank than they do, they would just follow you. Uh, no questions asked with full-on respect and everything. And the rankings is very important when it comes to the demon world. So he's just going to rise in the ranks. And yeah. I, and maybe, so you're thinking maybe uh, they've been calling him a indescribable rank with the with the grabbing of the ring. So maybe exactly. so that'll, like, that'll, that'll come into play. Okay, that's interesting. I, I didn't but the thing is that. that they forced him to like start from the beginning ranks because of that. So he, right. he, he had to start from one and work all the way up to uh, the 10th rank into the demon world. And I, I like just... Re- yeah, very, but like... Very, very shonen. And I just recently found know... out, like, uh, what rank was Grandpa is this whole time. 
and we find out what rank he is in the manga. Interesting. Well, I think they did mention that at the end that he's the tenth. No, rank. he's the ninth rank. Actually, there's never there's Ooh. no tenth rank. The tenth rank is fit for the demon king. And um, ah, yeah. The so reason there's really a curious. there's a very good reason why Grandpa and the other two, like High Council, does not want to be demon king or queen, whatever, and stuff like that. Like they have their own personal reasons why. Well, I'm sure. Like obviously, right? I think. Uh, but it was pretty. I thought it was interesting. You know, Kirua when he was like saying, basically, anyone under this rank can't get through these barriers. And, like, that's why the grandpa was taken away kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew he was at least whatever rank that was. So, I think it was, like, I think they said 8th or ninth rank. So, we knew he was at least that rank. So, I think that's kind of what I was referencing. Yeah. But uh, I think um, from from what we have seen, right, in the actual show, like, I think it does seem like it's maybe a little far-fetched because he does not have his own powers right like i think me and ricky had talked about this like what what is solving gonna do just keep recharging his ring and like make him strong that way like i don't think that would carry him the whole way but something um, new has to happen for sure but i think like his meteoric rise right like the dude has started off in the first rank and he's already the third by the end of the first season like i think it's it would be hard or you'd be hard pressed to imagine he's not going to just continue at that rate um, I am interested, like, between rank one and three seems to have been relatively easy in general. I'm wondering, like, is it like video games where you start getting close to, like, the 99th rank and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, you need so much experience, right? I, I imagine there's some kind of element of that. I, I mean, yeah, but I I wouldn't say from the first rank was kind of easy. I mean, you're playing a death, uh, dodgeball kind of game, like, the reason why it was so much easier right now <laughs> was because his grandpa had to like make this as much humanly childproof as possible because Aruma is not a demon and he would have not been able to handle those like spiky like bomb balls and shit yeah, like he, that. And then he also said like he he toned his ring down because he said if you blasted this in its initial state, you'd probably kill everybody in that whole stadium. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I guess it hasn't been, like, easy. It's just he made it kind of look easy, which I think is kind of, like, some of his um his charm, right? Like, the dude just gets it done and has everyone love him after. Dude just gets it done. Yeah. He has the um attraction where people want to be friends with him or because Arumaku doesn't seem to be faced with his attitude, never change at all. It's, even if he's, like, been tricked or betrayed and stuff like that, he doesn't, like... Turn, he, he turns the other cheek. He doesn't like get revenge. He doesn't want to uh, get angry or get disgust or anything like that with that f- the fear in his face. With um, I forgot the guy's name, the guy that tricked him. He tried to look like Aizen for real quick. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Um, Kirill? Kirill, yes. Kirill, yeah, 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 yes, yes. I forgot his name too. I was like, hold on, what? Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah it Kirill. was such an Aizen though. Yeah. <laughs> that it was, was, it, was an, it was an Aizen, yeah. That's an Aizen. <laughs> That, so that was his uh, name to me. Eyes <laughs> and Curio? Yeah, like when I saw him all the time when he flitches glasses to the top, like him. So and when he flitches hair to the side, I'm like, why does that remind me of such a Eisen thing from Bleach? Because he did that all the time with his um, with his glasses and his hair to the side. I'm like, so you go from a weird nerd looking Acting all weak and all, but then you go from a sadistic person who just love torture and love to cause havoc. Okay, you creep. <laughs> Eisen made that trope. I think that's what it is. Eisen was the OG. He, he probably that, did. He made that. Yeah, he made that trope so he because that mic drop when he did that was so big and so devastating that it rippled through anime. Like, oh shit, that's how you uh, that's how you mic drop a reveal right there. Oh yeah. So I would say final final ranking for you guys. If you had to put the show. Out of a hundred, what would be your ranking for it? Well, we'll never have done a hundred. Um, yeah, kind of get finite. Uh, wow. So I would give honestly <laughs> for entertainment narrative for what it was. I I would give it a a seventy five out of hundred. Yep. Nice. I, yeah, okay. that's a good score. Um, surprisingly, I'd probably put it around like eighty eighty two. Honestly, oh. no. Yeah, like, I, I think, think the only thing that was yeah, like it did pretty. It's a really good decent anime for itself and surprisingly when i found out that it was gonna have like 20 
three episodes. I think like from the start, you kind of have an idea like, okay, they got their, they got some very good anime right here for if, if you have a anime that has like two cores, like twenty more than uh thir- between thirteen episodes with like one core, or if you have mm-hmm. two cores, it's like twenty four episodes, twenty five sometimes. Um, right. you know, this is gonna be something good. Because you have the length activity where you can tell a good story out of it. And if you're lucky, you get the second season, which this anime did do its job. It's got its second season ready. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I that. agree. I think yeah. uh, my my ranking would probably be like, I would say around 85. Um, there was definitely parts of it that were low, like in the 60s, like specifically near the end when it was just kind of dragging in that festival. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think like overall it was like pretty high uh highly ranked for me just like i really like genuinely genuinely just really enjoyed that world and like how like happy everyone was it was just kind of crazy because you're you know, in the demon world and then like if i had to give it like a mal ranking like since basically for them anything over an eight is like an absolute masterpiece I would say like maybe like a seven point seven or something yeah, seven point eight maybe it's seven eight four right now as we speak Nailed for me, it. for me, I don't trust Mal. Mal's one I never <laughs> trust. Uh, well, I use right. more. I use more. Uh, I use more. Um, any list that's that is the website I use more, and I trust more of their rankings because when I see the ranking, I'm like, okay, this actually fits. This is actually perfect. So those type of things actually work for me when I see it. Um, in the ranking because for because for a Rumocon, um, the score for them is actually. St- 75 as well so that's a good score it is a quite a good score so i mean if y'all haven't checked it out at home students um you just got four solid recommendations and solid ratings for a show that is essentially demons but wholesome demon and yeah follow the adventures of a boy falling ass backwards up through the wholesome demon world um but honestly guys i think that's it hey thank you all so much for coming on from anime lately um it's been a hella blast. Uh, you guys got anything you want to plug while you're here? Uh, for us, I was just say just uh, listen to our podcast that we go live every week on YouTube. So you guys go listen to it on the podcast side as well. But I just want to say thank you guys on for having us. It was uh, really a lot of fun. So and hopefully we come back. Yeah. Man, oh yeah, uh, for sure. Thanks. Anytime, anytime you want to come on back. Um. But uh, if you want to listen to us, you can check us out on YouTube with your eyes and your ears. If you just want a little bit of that acoustic action, you can head us up on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Google Music and Podcasts, um, CastBox, Stitcher, and <laughs> <Jesus>. many more. <laughs> Butchered the Google one, but go to Google, get your fix, do what you need to do. If you want to check a little more visual action, you can go to our Instagram at webology.podcast. We got... Memes on memes on news and updates on anything happening in the anime world right now. Um, if you want to, you know, drop us a line directly, you can hit us up on our DMs and Instagram or email us at weepologypodcast at gmail.com. Um, anything else, Ethan? Did I miss it all? I'm getting getting good at this rant, I think, except for the Google part. <laughs> no, I think we got all got them all in there. <laughs> but yeah, just thank you guys so much for coming. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, definitely we'll have you on in the future. Cool, cool. But in the meantime, I'm Ricky. Miguel, Vash, and yeah, <laughs> and this we is... also have Ethan <laughs> drop the ball on that and one. Ethan, sorry, <laughs> and I couldn't then, hear you guys. That's totally fine. <laughs> and this is the Weebology Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Fumbled it. <laughs>